If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bossoms, thank you for tuning in this week where we at Offensive Points take a deep dive into free agency, dream scenarios. Sorry about the mic feedback. I shouldn't punch my desk here. Uh, but we're, we got some news stories for you. We're going to say what we think will happen and what dream scenarios will happen in the offseason, which, uh, man, that's the league years next week, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Free agency man, starts next week. Time and flies. we won't so. be here for it. Love it. Yeah, we'll be down in Houston, so we'll be getting those updates. Billy will be here holding down the fort. Probably will. Yep. Jordan and Steffi Smalls are going to be joining Ooh, me next week. We're all over the special uh, guest phase. That you know, podcast. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's good to have you both back here at the same time. Like, it's been, what, a month since this happened? So I'm yeah. pretty excited for this. You know, it's been a while. Well, well when Josh went to Djibouti and just kind of screwed up everything, I mean. It was a phenomenal time. I really appreciated being gone. Um, just, you know, love Djibouti. Yeah. Nice. All right, guys, you want to get to some news stories that have happened in the past yeah, what you week? got for us? Dude, honestly, All I right. felt so far removed from news and what's going on. I would love to hear what you have for news because I know it's important. All right. Well, I love that. So first one to start out with is Derek Carr is going to be a New Orleans Saint. I mean, barring any kind of weird last-minute situation – uh, Derek Carr has signed on to be a saint. Guys, what uh, immediate thoughts? What do we think about that? Juwan Johnson to the moon. I, I'm not going to say to the moon on anyone. I'm, 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 not, I'm not overly excited about this. I feel like it was a lateral move. I still don't know why Jameis Winston never got a shot. Like we just had him sitting on the bench all last year and literally nothing happened from it. Like I think Derek Carr is a pretty big improvement from what they had last year. You're going to see... Well, yeah, Andy Dalton started the entire year. Yeah, well, I mean, even when Jameis was in there, he looked pretty good for a game or two. You know, they benched him for God knows what. He actually looked all right, but Derek was, Carr is an upgrade. He was injured at Winston. some point throughout the year, and then they just never went back to him, even though he was apparently rumored to be fully healthy at, like, I don't know, week nine or something. Yeah, I think it's good for so, Alave, Juwan Johnson, you know, Shahid. If Michael Thomas ever plays football again, I think it's an upgrade for everyone on this team. And I'm very happy for Derek Carr. Who that? So my concern is that Derek Carr has never has only one top 12 QB finish in his career. And 
I don't know how this helps him in that department. I think it is an upgrade for Chris Olave um, and for whatever other pass catchers. I don't think Michael Thomas will be there. Um, but I don't think it's an overall upgrade for him as a person because he's losing Devontae, Darren Waller, Adam Thielen, Josh Jacobs. Like he's losing all those weapons. So I don't really know if it's an upgrade for him, but I think it is an upgrade for Chris Olave, and that's about it. I don't even really think it's an upgrade for Olave. I think we look at the end of the year and Olave has pretty much the same numbers as last year. I, the only thing he's got going for him right now is there's no one else on the team. Uh, as far as I'm aware, because Michael Thomas should be gone. I imagine I don't, is he still playing football? We're not sure. Um, but like, there's no one else on the team. So they have to sign someone else. I mean, unless there's someone else there to like, kind of like volley off of to get more targets, they, you could cover Chris Olave and the saints are done at this point. Well, I mean, let me, I, I'm not drafting Derek Carr this year. I'm not saying Derek Carr is going to have a good season, but I do think it's really good for the other guys. Because Andy Dalton was just atrocious. Yeah, I think Jamie Swinston was like a top 15 at least quarterback last year, the way he was trajectory. Like with his first three games, if he would have actually played, I mean, I'm sorry, I think he was an upgrade over Dalton. I don't know why. What happened with Jamie Swinston last year? I think year? if he was, we would have seen him. I don't know. I think the Saints messed up in that james winston had three games where he scored like 20 plus points in two of them and then he got injured and then literally never played again so i don't really know how you say that andy dalton was better than him or that james winston is worse than him when he didn't get a chance to play when they were not winning i don't know how the saints have handled this drew Brees retirement has been very indianapolis colts bringing in an aging veteran who's kind of mediocre um well i can't say the same about philip rivers he was good at some point but I don't know. Just I don't. I don't I like it. I think if they thought Jameis Winston was the best chance to get them um, to win and into the playoffs in a division that was awful last year, then he would have been in the game, and he was not. Well, we see how it worked out for the Saints. I just I think it's literally like you're you're basically exchanging a Dalton and a Jameis Winston and getting a new one and paying him more money and locking up long term, so losing more money in the future. So good luck, Saints. Sorry, Saints fans. Sorry. Dude, four touchdowns and five interceptions of the three games he played. Yeah, he wasn't having a good year, but that's beside the point. He throws interceptions, but he still not besides the point. For fantasy, he was good. For real oh, life, I he was, was not just, good. We're talking about I fantasy, are we not? I'm sorry, did we talk about the Saints win loss record? I think we get into that in a podcast closer to the season, but uh, I will say I'm probably lower than you two right now if we did that today. Well, there's fantasy and then there's reality. Finished. As QB twelve, I said I'm not excited for him. Like I, I'm telling you that. But for the I said I'm not drafting there, him. It is better. It is better. I think. Yeah. But I don't know. He made Devontae Adams matter, and that is all he needs to do for Chris Olave. Similar situation, I think. Fair. I'm I'm trading Olave if I have the chance. All right, what you want for him? Make it offer, buddy. Okay, I'll send you one right wow. now. I can't believe now that he's got a better quarterback. Now you're like, I'm I out don't on think he got has a better quarterback. That's, that's uh, Jameis is a god, Billy. We we done fucked up. I, I'm not even wow. saying that. I'm saying that these three quarterbacks are a lot closer. There's no there's no upgrade. It's a lateral transfer. They're on the same grade of 15 to 20 in quarterbacks. Like they're just not. They're not it. I think you've overvalued Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton quite a bit there. But okay, Andy Dalton might be under the twenty mark if I'm being honest. But for sure, for sure, both of them. Um, anyway, on the next news story, uh, the Giants have re-signed Daniel Jones for your contract, hundred sixty mil. 
Um, and before you all even answer, I think they did a fantastic job, actually. It's a two-year deal. They can get out after after two years. I think that's exactly what they needed to do if they were going to make this contract happen. And I'm proud of Daniel Jones because he took the deal that was available and not leaving it up to chance. But I don't think it was a bad idea, actually. Bridge quarterback to their next guy. I don't think it was good. Shockingly. I don't, I don't know. Um, Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback and he's being paid as one of the best. So can't say that it was a good move. He's getting paid. At least, what is it? Number 12. Isn't he getting, isn't he getting 40,000 40, a year? Nope. He is I not wish getting he was 40 getting 40,000 a year. Well, he's not getting paid 40 million a year. It's that that is four that years is per 100. I'm sorry. I'm not good at There's math. $40 million worth of incentives in it that he has to earn. He has to earn the 40, 40 million of the dollars in incentives. The, the okay. deal's worth like 20 million a year. He got shafted in this deal. I don't know what, why he waited so long to make this, but he did. He would have been well, better off taking the tag. If they can yeah, figure they- out linebacker and add a receiver to that team, they already made it to the playoffs. So, I mean, I don't see why they couldn't do it again. I, I do. Who's their wide receiver core? They just said if they had a wide receiver, which is what they need to do. And they need and they got Isaiah Hodgins, right. who is a wide receiver one plus. All right. I'm so glad team. I'm back. I, I need I, to add some Isaiah realism here. Godgins. Godgins? I don't know. Have to work Godgen, Isaiah's Godgins, yeah. Hot God. Yeah. Um, we'll get into the, actually, I am actually talking about the Giants a little later in this pod. So I'll, I'll get to my takes there. That's why I'm being a little quiet, but I, I didn't know that the 20, 20 million, that's a lot better. When no, I saw they, the, they, when I saw the number four and the next number 160, I did some quick math and I was like, that doesn't, that's not it. I was concerned until I saw the way that they structured it where the first two years of the deal are 20 million each. And then the back end of the deal is like, I think 35 or yeah, 35 million each. And then he's got like 35 to $40 million worth of incentives and they can just lop it off after the first two years. And it won't even matter. Like they structured this perfectly. Daniel Jones is still on a prove it deal and they can bridge him to a new quarterback. I think the giants handled this the way they should have. The problem is I don't even think he's worth 20,000 or 20 million is the thing. So that's I think the, you're right about that, but, but the I TV markets don't just mind him doing it like this. I don't mind him doing it at least like this. They can at least get somewhere. They can see if they can make something out of it. Um, they just got to get him some weapons and make him prove that he can do it. Like that's what, really, we'll get into that when we do our scenarios. They really didn't have a shot at a rookie and uh, they would have ended up overpaying for a veteran anyway. So why not just keep him on the team? I, I did not know that. I will I will give this credit. I do think he's still overpaid, but the thing is, is the QB market's just crazy right now. Everybody needs a QB, and they at least know they can play at least somewhat decent football with them. So. Right about that. All right, one last one um, that I want to get to. I said there were only two, but there's actually three, and I got to play this before I talk about it. All right, guys. So Lamar Jackson uh, was signed to a non-exclusive contract and then almost immediately, like seven teams came out and said, we're not even going to try. We're not going to pursue him. I don't want to yell collusion because, you know, I'm not that kind of like Ruxin, you know, conspiracy theorist, I don't think. But 
God damn, does it feel like there's a little bit of collusion going on in the NFL right now. I like the Ruxin quote, man. Do you want me to do it? Because I'm pretty good about conspiracy theories just all around. Do it. Collusion! That's it. Yeah. So this is very weird. It doesn't cost them any money, any of those teams. It doesn't cost them any money at all to talk to him. That doesn't cost them a dollar. They don't have to pay the because it said they have to pay two first round draft picks if they want to sign him. Does not cost them a dime to talk to him. And the amount of teams we're talking Atlanta, we're talking the Panthers, Washington, all these different teams. Houston said immediately they're not going to pursue him. That strikes me as very odd, very well, they, very suspicious. They already came out and said that they don't want another Deshaun Watson contract happening. And if they give him that, then they're just going to have to can keep paying these guys this way. So, illusion. I, I 100%. Think it's a, the owners I, are colluding. I don't know how this works, like, legality-wise and how the contract stuff works. I get it's a privately owned business. But it's a great move by the Baltimore Ravens because either you got Lamar Jackson or you got two first-round picks. And I think, personally, I think somebody will pay that unfortunately in this market um it's while he's going to get a wild contract i don't know what happens i actually one of the things we were going to talk about later i almost had lamar jackson doesn't play another down for the ravens i i I don't think he does i think he's off the team i I don't this strikes this is a very odd situation that i don't fully understand and i can be honest with you there um but at the same time i like it for the ravens like they're they're like hey listen we either got our guy or we get two first round picks to decide who our guy is next I don't love it for the Ravens because a he's not, I don't think he's going to play there. So like you're just subtle sullying out the market anyway by doing this, and then b like what like what is the next step for the Ravens? Are I mean I'm sure the NFLPA is coming for him. Like that is definitely going to happen because the amount of teams that immediately said they're not going to pursue him was odd. It was an odd timing of that. Like as soon as that is let out that. That many teams yeah, but would already. It was like all within like twenty minutes. Talk to him. Yeah. Teams say that yeah. though, but do you actually believe them? I'm sorry, but like, there we're we're in a media cycle. We're part of this, so we're we're like, I mean, it's it's an issue that it happens in the world in general. But like, we're in a media cycle. It's it's he's being talked about. People are thinking well, about him. There anything? are every. Why are teams say saying they're not going to pursue him? Like, I, I don't understand. Why don't you just say I don't know? We'll Billy, I agree with why you. Not, I don't know why, why they just said. Stay silent. Like, just stay silent. You don't have to say a word. And you could just either not talk to him or talk to him. Like, you don't have to say anything. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't either. I don't understand either. It makes no I sense. I think being in an NFL front office, you are obligated to kick the tires on whatever becomes available to better your team. Especially and it's if it's super free. weird. Yeah. And it, Lamar Jackson, say what you will about him throwing the football. If he's your quarterback, you have an opportunity to win games. It's as simple as that. So, especially with all the teams that need quarterbacks in this league, I don't understand it. We're in a really weird spot right now in the NFL because there are like four or five elite quarterbacks, five to ten if you want to get start getting questionable good quarterbacks, and then it falls off a fucking cliff. Like there's some talent out there that could be good in the right scenario, blah, 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 scenario-based matchups. But Lamar Jackson's in that good range, and – he needs to be on a team that needs him. So, I mean, he's going to get signed. He's there's going to, it's going to be a trade. It's going to be something. There's no way Lamar Jackson sits out this entire year. And maybe that'll be a clip that we'll clip later and be like, Josh said that he wasn't going to sit out, but 
Um, I just, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like I said, I really don't understand it, but at the same time, I know that this, the front office is doing something. They're trying to either get a contract done with Lamar or they're trying to get what they deserve out of Lamar, what they think they deserve. Yeah. I mean, the problems with all these contracts is the guarantees because everybody wants a completely guaranteed contract and it's hard to do. It's hard for a team, especially as soon as you see what Deshaun Watson looked like at the end of last season and thinking to yourself, I'm paying that person more than Patrick Mahomes. Um, I get it. I get how that can be a concern, but at the same time, I don't, I don't even know why talk, why say anything. You're just opening yourself up to the players association, just coming for your neck after something like this. So I don't really get that whole process. And I think after the Deshaun Watson thing, like Lamar Jackson could very easily just sit this year out, not play on the tag, get fined. He'll, he will get paid at some point it'll be a lot of money so yeah i think it's collusion man the fact that i don't know that's just weird well especially like just like we got what three four maybe quarterbacks in this draft that people think are immediate starters what if two of them don't hit and then there's only two more new quarterbacks and then you're it's even more like lamar will be even more like sought after so i i don't i don't know i just i don't see him playing for the ravens he wants out it's very clear he didn't show up to that last game i think we all knew this last year even though they were like trying to be code about it Um, i thought you were going to talk about rogers going to new york and visiting with the jets front office and then the packers coming out i'm because that's in one of my things later i'm i'm not sure enough yet to put that as okay actually happening so i'm no conspiracy corner no it's just aaron Rodgers trying to take over the thing i like that we're not giving him the time of day yet in our news corner we can talk about it in the conspiracy corner but yeah no say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Fair enough. Okay, well, let's get on to what we're here to do today, and that is talk about dream off-season situations. So we are going to do one thing each that we know is going to happen this off-season, one thing that we think will happen this off-season, and then one dream scenario of something that it might, it probably won't happen, maybe not happen, but it, for us it would be the best-case scenario for something to happen Within the NFL, it can take care of the draft. It can do free agency, whatever toes you want to dip into, whatever waters you want to dip them in. That is the way we're going to handle this. So the first thing on the list is something that we know will happen. Um, Josh, you can go first. Oh, is it because I've been gone for so long and you want to hear my amazing takes? Sure. Yeah, how is El Salvador, man? Uh, El Salvador was cool. I don't know Spanish, by the way. Fun fact, um, it was embarrassing. Didn't actually go to El Salvador. We'll get into that later. Um, anyway, so my thing that will happen, and I think you guys will probably be like, this should have been and this should happen, but my should happens way better. Um, but I think this will happen. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that the Lions will draft or trade for a QB this year in this offseason. So I'll be at a great year for the Lions last year. They are now this close to winning a winning a season. So, um, and I don't, I don't think they're going to go into this year with Jared Goff and Nate Sudfield. I mean, whether they decide to roll Jared Goff out another year, 
I think there's going to be another QB in this room that is at least of startable talent. That could be Trey Lance, Minshew, Jameis Winston. Ironically, I wrote that down a long time ago, which is great. Um, I'm not saying they need to swing for the fences and go talk, try to talk Brady out of retiring or go for Rogers or anything like that, which would never happen. But I just, I mean, to be fair, if Brady did go, that would really cement his goat status, bringing a Lombardi trophy to Detroit. But anyway, going back just to saying, Michigan. The Lions are a win away from the playoffs, and I wouldn't be surprised to hear one of the big QB names in the draft called or in free agency. I just think Detroit's on the clock, and Detroit will get a quarterback at some point. Yeah, and I think they have to. I think that would be absolutely smart of them to do so because if Goff gets hurt, they're kind of screwed, even with all those offensive pieces. So. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. nothing against Goff in this. Honestly, I think Goff has done better than any of us expected him to. I think it's just the fact of the matter that you need a backup quarterback in this league, and they're going to they need a quarterback to continue their their offense and their team. And their team looks great. There's they're not they're not dying right now because Goff gets injured. Like Trey Lance not, would be a phenomenal kick the tires on that. I game. saw some reports that Trey Lance was in the in the news about potentially being on the block, which I think he should be, but I mean there's yeah. there's so many out there of just like little guys that have a chance to I mean I they, I could see him going for Garoppolo. I don't know if they're going to do another aging veteran deal. Obviously, they can't really afford that, but um there's plenty of backup quarterbacks, Cooper Rush, uh little things like that. Like someone who we've seen start a game and we've seen done good, do good enough. Carson Wentz could be in that 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 boat and realm, which would be ironic, Goff and Wentz being on the same team. But I'm just saying they're going to pay someone, whether it's an incentivated deal, maybe it's just their backup, maybe they go out and swing for the fences in the draft. I I could see that happening still too. I mean, they have the capital to do whatever, and they need to get a quarterback. Okay, this is I a mean, great free agency for backup quarterbacks. By the way, sorry, Bill. It, go on. it very much is. Um, my quick take is if. They spend the number five pick in the draft on a quarterback. I'm going to be very upset about that because I don't think Me that's too. the way they should. I don't it. think it really However, is a bad move, but I I don't think it should be a top five pick. But I do think that they could go a Hendon Hooker route, who will be in the third round, fourth round conversation. Uh, Jake Hayner, Dorian Thompson Robinson, one of these guys that's going to go in these day two, day three situations where I think that person just needs a, a situation where they can develop a little bit. I think that is a fantastic idea is doing something like that because I still think they need to build this team around whatever quarterback that they're going to get at some point. I think they need to make it more of a destination. And I think they have a very decent, pretty darn good foundation right now, but they just need to fill out the pieces. I'd rather them spend their money that way rather than go get someone like Trey Lance, because I think they're going to have to give up a lot of draft capital for that. And I don't think that's the good way of doing it. I think they should draft two games. They got to go defense in this draft though. I mean, I mean, right? and they will go all they defense. Will. Yeah. So but I don't they need you, to get a quarterback too. I don't yeah. know if you heard me correctly. I'm saying that they will not do what you just said. They will not get a, a, a person who's a development. No, I'm saying number get, five, I would not be on board with, I, but I don't past want that. I'm good with it. I don't really want them to do it in the draft. I'd rather have them get a Minshew Cooper rush type player, but I, I don't think we should be surprised in that five slot when they're on the clock. If we hear one of the big quarterback names, this is the plan is to Jared Goff is not the future. I don't think it's not the future there. They know this there. They'll be able to get out of that contract eventually. And they will the second they can, unless Goff continues on the project trajectory that he's on. But this is what you need to do. You need to draft a quarterback when you have a veteran who can teach and a person in Goff situation where he was great, bad, 
great again. And who knows what he's going to be at the end here. I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't think that that's the right move. I think getting a Cooper rush type player would be the more prominent idea there. Even James Winston, like Pam and incentive, get Cam him. Newton in the, in the door. I don't I don't know. Someone in that realm needs to be a veteran that could start obviously joking about cam, but uh, Mike white, bro. Mike White. I mean, like I'm saying, there's there's plenty of those bridge quarterbacks that can start. They need to they need to pony up and pay the backup a little bit more money than what some other teams do. Because I mean, it's a good point. With, I just don't want them to use the number five pick on it. I, I think they have. So I'm just saying, don't be surprised when I call it and I'm at Gerald's rehearsal. I don't think they have like, the number five pick. Now that I'm saying, that. I think that's Seattle, but they have like um, one of the top picks, right? It's, six, it's I believe. Six top top eight. I know that. Okay. Well, whatever that pick is. Seven. Don't use it on that, please. I'm begging you guys in the Detroit front office. Um, I like so that. I mean, I, I like that because they do need somebody that's not golf. Because the minute golf goes out, they're out of any kind of contention. Nate so Sudfeld is not the guy, and David Blow no. in the past. David Blow, like, oh, hell no. Yeah. No, no, none of them. Zero of those people. They need someone who has a name. I don't want to waste another Thanksgiving uh, with Jared Goff out, and we have to go with whatever random ass person they pulled in off the street to play quarterback. And they still almost made the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Well, anyway, that's my that's my right. take. Joe, you want to go next, or you want me to go? I can go. Mine's going to be quick because uh, as a Bears fan, we're absolutely strapped with cash this year. I know that we are going to sign Mike Gusecki to an outrageous contract, and I'm going to be so pissed off. We need a second tight end, but I know we're going to do something stupid like that and give him way too much money, and Cole Komet's going to go back to being mediocre, and we're going to be stuck with this wide receiver tight end that we never used on the team. Why did you go so sad? I don't like this news Because Because I, I don't. This is that was what I know is going to happen. That's not my happy one. Um, I will say Dalton Schultz is also on the, you know, available, available chart. So I just know as a Bears fan, I hate the thought of Mike Gusecki on the team. The Bears are really just going to happen. The Bears are really just trying to get a new Ditka. It's never worked. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Or or they could get a Greg Olson and then cut him right when he starts getting good or trade him. (laughs) Sorry. Didn't they draft Greg Olson? Yeah. Yeah, that was that worked out. Yeah, really good. Yeah. No, I, I I think that's a – I cannot believe you're oh, – what I know is going to happen is they're going to sign a bad tight end. <laughs> yeah, I know it's going to happen. Sad. We do it every year, man. <laughs> we do it every year. I mean, year. fair enough. I, I, yeah, I, I can't say that you're wrong about that. I, yeah, I remember no notes, Trey Joe, Burton and right. Jimmy Graham and, uh, you know, Ugh. all these guys. Nice catch, Bill. But... Yeah, I'm just going to – I'm just going to leave this one. You can have it. You like it? No, I, I, I can't say they're not going to sign Gasecki. I like. What am I supposed to argue about that? Like, it sounds like something because you know it's going to happen. I'm actually talking about the Bears in my next segment, and it's I couldn't put them in my will because I don't know what they're going to do. That's my problem. Is it's more of a should. It's what they should do. They probably won't. But no. Anyway, Billy, you got anything more, more like happy? Because that was really sad. I think mine's more happy. Okay, so I've been going through because I'm a gambling man. Y'all know that about me. I like I like my, I like my gambles. Um, currently, Carolina is projected to be the team that makes the first pick in the NFL draft, according to Vegas. I know that sounds strange, but according to the odds makers, they are positioned as the plus one forty five 
odds to make the first round pick. Now, I will give you this isn't like DraftKings. It's some like random sports book I've never heard of. But I've never seen – I hadn't seen that before. So my is what I know will happen is that Carolina is going to trade up for a quarterback in the NFL draft. Now, I don't know if they're going to go number one, but I know they're going to be in that top three. Um, and so for this, I just think this is very exciting because with Frank Wright coming in, he hasn't had a quarterback that he can actually build and mold yet because um, he was in Indianapolis where they were doing the old thing. He hasn't done anything since he had Carson Wentz. And what he did with Carson Wentz when he got him was make him a star. I mean, you know that. Josh obviously is an Eagles fan. You can agree at that season he was awesome. So I think when Carolina gets a new quarterback, Frank Reich has a new person he can work with and he's going to make a star. And I think that I know – Carolina is going to draft a quarterback, and that quarterback is going to be a star. You know, I thought they had a better draft pick for one, so they're currently at the nine spot. Yeah. But like at the same time, there's just so many teams. I, I don't, I don't like those odds. Like I originally thought they were at like five, which makes sense. They're really only competing with the Colts. You got Houston at two, who's going to get one of the top two. I mean, obviously, if they really want one guy, they'll make the move for it. So there's that option too. But like. You got the Colts, Seahawks, potentially Lions, Raiders now without Carr. And then, I mean, the Falcons right before them, I don't think they're going to trade up for a quarterback, but I could see them drafting one even with Ritter. So you're, I don't I don't like those odds. I would not take that bet, if I'm being honest. I think they'll I draft a quarterback. First, but I think they're going to trade with Arizona and get number three. The I could see that. I, I think we're going one, two, three in quarterbacks this year. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that it doesn't go one, two, three. The worst thing that could have happened for the Bears is what happened at the Combine where uh, Anthony Richardson ended up looking like a god that was chiseled from clay. Like that just, it it didn't dilute the number one pick because if you still want your guy, you got to go up to number one and get him. But if you were one of these guys like Carolina, where it's like, I will take any of the top three options, (laughs) trading up to Arizona is now a very attainable goal. So if they can trade with Arizona, get the third, even if it's CJ Stroud, Anthony, whoever falls falls to number three, they're still going to get a really solid quarterback at number three. And I think that that is the direction that the Carolina Panthers should go in. I think Anthony Richardson studying out was good for the Bears at one because one of these teams is going to become so enamored with them that they're going to jump up and make that trade. So I like it's it. possible. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like the t- the top five picks have a potential of having four picks or four quarterbacks in it, like easily, especially with Richardson bumping up. I don't know what Levis did at the combine. Like I said, I've been out of the country in El Salvador and um, have not. I okay, so didn't look didn't look great. I will well, say uh, the group he was in, it didn't he didn't look like he was so much better than the guys around him, like Stetson Bennett and Max. I was Dugan gonna say my man Stetson Bennett had a good combine. He's Dugan a actually slow. looked not pretty a, solid. Not a first round pick, Josh. Uh, he might solid. creep up there. There's a lot of teams eating quarterbacks right now, man. We're not gonna get into that argument. We'll get into that later. But no, yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, the Bears trade with Houston because they really want their guy and trade down to two, and then the Bears trade back to four or five or whatever to get more 17 first round picks baby keep getting collateral over and over and over again so i mean that's the best case scenario for the bears but they're still i still think that they need to be discussed about as in the quarterback market i know they've shut down the fields rumors i mean there's they're gonna it's gonna come down to who pays the most in my opinion still i have not i've not wavered on that i don't think it's the right move i personally think you got one you got a couple years of uh quarterbacking under your belt with fields 
but you also have to pay them next year. So depending on what they do in the office, two more years, we got two more years. Yeah. Two more years. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I think Carolina trades up in within the top three. I think they take a quarterback and I think Frank Reich is going to make him a star. I love me some Frank Reich, man. I know. I'm glad he's actually going to get a, a rookie to work with instead of the retreads of Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan and whoever the hell else they got in those times. Kobe Brissett, I'm pretty sure, was there. It was rough. It was rough for the Colts. I feel bad for that team, honestly. Yeah, especially because if they don't draft one this year, like they're really in trouble. But They anyway, need to start now, yeah. Anyway. That is what I know is going to happen. Is Carolina is going to trade for a quarterback. All right, well, let's get into some shoulds. What do you think? Love it. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna start us off because Joe's going to either hate this or love this and agree with me. I, I The way his first depressing one went, it's probably going to – he might agree with me here. All right, so what should happen, and I wanted to put this in my will, but it's the Bears and they make silly mistakes. So what should happen for the Bears is the Bears should draft an early wide receiver and sign a veteran receiver. They have Darnell Mooney on the roster and then Chase Claypool and whatever else is behind that mess. Um, but this is, you know, it, it's no secret that the Bears weren't very good last year. And a lot of people are kind of putting out DeAndre Hopkins being linked to the Bears. And I personally think uh, Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks type veteran would suit their mini rebuild is what I'm going to call it here, because there is some good parts here. But I mean, at the same time, they're going to try to shoot for the moon. There's no. Uh, rebuild. They're not going to make this a long process here, and they already have their QB1, hopefully, of the future. Uh, and this isn't a slight to Hopkins. I, I get the logic. Hopkins can catch anything, blah, 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 but you need to get a sure-handed short weapon to me, and unleashing Fields' already shaky deep ball is not really the answer. Um, I think you kind of need to build more confidence for Fields, not put pressure on him with a guy like Hopkins, who only has a few kind of elite years left, if we even want to still call them that. We're not really sure what we're, we're Hopkins is at at this point. Um, I think swinging for the fences that is, would be a big miss. The bit best veteran they could get would be T. Higgins, but they would have to pay pretty highly for him. It all depends on how much they get out of that first round pick. Um, so I don't know. I feel like keeping those high round assets is not the play, and getting a Woods type receiver where you can get kind of get some veteran help in there. Woods had a pretty bum deal in Tennessee. Um, Cooks would be good too. Darnell Mooney to me is still the number one receiver on this team, and I think a rookie elite rookie that you can get to pair with Darnell Mooney for the future is the play, but to get someone in there also as a veteran to kind of give, give a little uh, age to the wide receiver room. Okay. I like that one. Cause we do need to do some stuff. Now I do want to correct you because Justin Fields is one of the most accurate deep ball quarterbacks that there is. He was at Ohio state and he was last year. He just didn't have any fucking protection or any fucking weapons. So I say that DeAndre Hopkins is the perfect play on this team and get a rookie. I don't think we're going to get an elite rookie. That's just maybe with where we're at, we can trade down. If we do go to nine, maybe grab one of those guys there. But I think we sign a free agent, maybe like a DJ Chark or something, bring Hopkins in and grab a rookie in like the fourth round and kind of rebuild that room mm, with around see, with Mooney and everything. I'm surprised you like that. I wouldn't want a okay better i mean if you get hopkins sure but i just think that that's putting a lot of pressure on it and that that's a win that's a, a that's a quick win now mindset i'd rather have you draft a elite wide receiver and actually have him grow or do the trade with for t higgins at that point because then you have a 
you have T Higgins and Mooney can run oh, those T. routes. T Higgins would be the ultimate. That's that's the play yeah. if you can. Yeah. But I personally think that the Jackson Smith would be the play or one of the other elite rookies in the draft personally. And you have or are. Must have been a fire point, man. Oh, wow. Flew right off of there. Well, oh, all right. Josh was abducted by aliens just for that second. So, so um, yeah, I agree with uh, what he was saying there. Um, <laughs> Josh, you want to continue your point after you're getting back from the aliens? Such a I, hot take. He just crashes. Uh, abducted right right Dude, abducted I, you in the middle of that point. My computer had a seizure, and I was really confused at what was happening with it. Um, no, I was just saying they have the capital to – go and get a elite receiver and still build that team up basically with the draft capital that they will have with inevitably trading that first. So I just think that that's the play personally and have more of a long-term answer. Cause like the Hopkins, especially you're getting one, two years out of that. And then you got to pay Mooney. You got to pay fields. You got to, you're just, you're just getting yourself in a quicker hole. Personally, you want to have a rookie contract. Hopefully it works out. And then you, that's why you have that veteran personally. I think the three, yeah. The three receiver room is the way to go. Veteran who's okay, uh, good Darnell Mooney, and then hopefully good draft capital on a on a early round wide receiver. I just want Hopkins. And it doesn't have to be the first. It doesn't have to be the the top five off the board. You just have to know what you're getting. And the Bears aren't terrible at drafting. I mean, they just they just trade terribly. But yeah, I was about to say. You want to know why I hate the Bears? Free agent because. What they did is they traded a basic first round pick for Chase Claypool. And that is the kind of shit that just makes me so frustrated from by them. And I don't I know. still like it. I don't dislike Claypool on the team. Chase Claypool. <sighs> I just you know. don't want Claypool to be even the number three guy on that team. If him, if exactly. Claypool, if Claypool and Robert Woods split time, that'd be great. And then you have your elite rookie with Mooney out there as well. Sure. Fine. But if you're if you're thinking Claypool is your elite veteran right now, or you're not drafting a good rookie, you're literally back to Mooney again, and then or Mooney and Hopkins, who you're paying a fucking shit ton. So I don't know. Chicago Bears are a running football team, and Chase Claypool happens to be one of the best blocking wide receivers in the league. Good, he can also create separation. He's a great piece on that team. You got Mooney defending the Claypool trade. Right, I'd love the Claypool trade. I love it. Okay, well, I want you to say that week eight. Okay. Jot that down. Fireball bet that Joe will say that. I will take a fireball bet if Joe says it sarcastically even. But I just want to, I just want it to be written down. I just okay, want Joe so to. Fireball bet that Claypool being a good trade by week eight. Good I just. Trade. And that's a very subjective thing. I just want Joe to say those words and, and I want eight. him to mean it. Eight. Okay. Well, when he's on the IR by week four, we will be <laughs> thinking about that week eight, that. I'm sure. <clears throat> Go fuck well, I don't wish. All right, Joe, yeah, what's your sure. should? What should happen? Are you are you, are you just piggybacking off the Bears? I'm, I'm torn on my what should happen in the dream scenario. Um, I guess one's way more far-fetched. So what should happen is the Dolphins need to sign Alexander Madison – immediately 25 years old he's been behind dalvin cook dalvin cook is an absolute stud at the running back position but every time alexander madison gets in he produces kind of like dalvin cook so i think the league well maybe not the league but people have been sleeping on this kid a lot coming into his prime at 25 get him on that dolphins team with all those speedy playmakers and just have an absolute 
bull in the middle of the field rushing the football. I think it is a no-brainer. They could probably get him on a pretty cheap deal, especially with Pollard and, and Barkley getting tagged. So I think he is an absolute sleeper, and I would love to see him in teal. Interesting. That I is. absolutely love that take, um, and I like the should because it's the the Dolphins and Mike McCarthy is going to do whatever he wants to do, right? No, right? McDaniel. 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 I didn't see I it. didn't sound right. It. No, you it hate him so right. much you don't even remember him. Exactly. I completely forgot. But no, He's terrible I mean, with names. We've been through this. Madison is the one running back who is a complete interchangeable with this, his starter. As a backup running back, you uh, Madison was one of the only people in the entire like NFL draft that wasn't in a split workload who was just a true backup, or I should say fantasy drafts, that was drafted on almost every team because everyone knows that Madison can do it if he gets the opportunity, which he always does get a couple games, and you always get that out of him, and it's worth drafting him in the late rounds and just holding on to him all year. Yeah. No, I, I I think that that's a, a low risk bet for the Miami Dolphins. I don't think they need. They, I mean, their quarterback situation. I cannot believe he's taking judo training or whatever the hell just to figure out how to fall down. But I mean, <laughs> other than the quarterback situation, um, yeah, they just need a few tweaks and and fixes to make it hum. And I think at Madison is the perfect tune up for that offense. So yeah, no, Jo, you're right. I need it. Great analogies there, Bill. For sure. All right. On to what I think will happen. And it's a big news story. So uh, we can talk about it here. Um, I think that the Jets should immediately sign Aaron Rodgers onto their team or trade for him, mind you. Um, I think that that would make Garrett Wilson an automatic top 10 um, in the NFL. And I think Brees Hall also is for sure a top 10 running back um, because of what Aaron Rodgers is able to do with the running backs he's given. I think this also boosts the value of like Michael Carter, for example, as well. I think that those two guys in tandem can work. Maybe even Joe's guy Zonovan Knight. I'm not as sold on Zonovan Knight as you are, Joe, but I think Michael Carter and Brees Hall for sure will be able to uh, to sing in that offense. And I think that this will finally be – this is the kind of boost the Jets need to make up the, the next level push into an offense that actually makes sense. I I just I'm, – Joe, I'm going to interrupt you here. Um, I absolutely fucking hate this. Every – Damn offseason. We have to talk about Aaron Rodgers and what he's going to do. Is he going to stay on the team? No, he's going to leave Green Bay. No, he's going to stay in Green Bay. He's going to sign a five-year contract and then play one fucking year, and we're back in the same vicious cycle. It's so fucking dumb. Rodgers could be in a fucking crybaby. On the other side, though, like the Jets and, and the Packers both win out of this. The Packers dump Aaron Rodgers' crybaby ass and get out of that and figure out the their Packers next will plan. be the bottom of the division if they yeah. do this. And then they can go draft oh. a, a quarterback again and be There's fine. Anyway, number two, the Jets literally would are one quarterback away and this is the only quarterback out there that could immediately vault them i think there's other quarterbacks that could vault them in the future and grow with garrett wilson and Brees hall and all those guys but i think aaron Rodgers. this would be the best supporting cast he's literally ever had i just fucking hate talking about it all right anyway maybe i fucking maybe hate talking about it too because i Fucking hate talking about Aaron Rodgers because he normally shits on my team. But he was in New York. He did meet with the front office today. And then the Packers come out and there's rumblings that they plan on Jordan Love being their starter in 2023. Add that to the conspiracy corner. I, Dude, Aaron Rodgers can walk into the New York Jets and literally be a favorite to win everything. That's 
It's the Russell Wilson to Denver thing, but I think it'll actually work. But the defense is absolutely wild. The uh, everything is there. I don't think there's another team in the league that's built this way without a quarterback already. So, yeah. No, and the Jets. It's going to be like the the year at Tampa with Brady. It's going to be the exact same situation. I mean, the the Jets need a few tweaks on defense, but not much. Their defense is pretty darn good. It was top ten, top five, I think, in the NFL last year. So you get the weapons that they already have mixed with Aaron Rodgers. I think you've got a perfect situation to make. They're this a quarterback. Team. Green Bay is out. Done. Maybe this. a lineman away. But yeah, I just it's just so upsetting to have to talk about every year. But no, I I do agree that this. Why didn't he? I mean, maybe he was just waiting for the scenario to play out where he he wasn't gonna. And the Broncos. I mean, their offense is good. Um, is good. Sorry, with without Russell Wilson, I should say. Um, and then their defense is just kind of okay. The Jets have both. They have the offensive player of the year twice, basically with Brees Hall, and then they had the defensive player of the year. And they were keeping up with teams, man. The Jets look good for the beginning of the season, although it was a little fluky at the beginning and showed at if the end. Blanco would have started from day one. They'd have made the playoffs. We can all say it. I we can do, say we it. do agree. I dude, everybody hates Mike White. I don't know why. I mean, he made a great show on HBO. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, Mm-hmm. different Mike White different Mickey Blanco but he's by the way the too. Zonovan Knight thing is simply because I don't think Brees Hall is going to be healthy to start this year and they damn sure aren't going to rush him back especially if Rodgers does go there so I think Zonovan Knight is a solid starter for four games next year I don't know how I feel about Zonovan Knight and I just would not if you could get him for cheap I'm down in Dynasty right now people might be like yeah that was a one and done deal but like you know one and done thing but I would not pay heavily for Zonovan Knight right now. What and was maybe the I'm poor wrong. guy they got rid of from, or that Jacksonville got rid of and, and stuck James him up Robinson. there? James Robinson. Yeah, yeah. left on the shelf. That's a sad story. He's actually tough, going to hopefully find – there's a <laughs> lot of teams that need running backs this year, and I think he's going to find a nice home because all those teams that really need a running back are going to overpay for what's left over. I think it's Derrick Henry. I, I mean – The Eagles could, could take a James Miles Robinson. Sanders is out there. Montgomery I might know what be. James Robinson did. Uh, the James Robinson sounds like James Robinson and then James Robinson hurt his knee and then James Robinson was nothing to anybody after that. So perplexing. It was perplexing. I think he'll, I think he'll find a home, but he's going to find a home after a lot of other running backs. So it's, it's hopefully he gets a, a, a favorable pairing for sure. All right. Well, on to the dreams, the dream scenarios. What do you got? A guy can dream. Can he? All right, this mm-hmm. is for all you New York Giants fans out there, Steffi. Um, sorry. Um, my my dream scenario is that the New York Giants get a wide receiver one for one and get a healthy wide receiver one as well, um, or just a, a wide receiver in general. Um, sorry, Hodgins Hodgins is not the guy. He's a, he is, though. He's, he's very... Um, I don't even want to say Travis Fulgham. I'm going to say Greg Ward. Like he filled in admirably for all the injured players, uh, injured wide receivers that the team had. Um, and this, I think this, the dream scenario is DeAndre Hopkins at this point. Uh, maybe they find it in the draft as well, but I think Hopkins fits the build of what they're trying to do here. They got Daniel Jones, like you said, on the incentive-related deal. You got Saquon franchise tagged. And if you want to keep winning or even keep looking like a semblance of a football team and keep selling tickets, you need to get Saquon interested in staying in New York and wanting to be a New York Giants for life, uh, Giants lifer, whatever you want to call him. 
Um, I just feel like if the Giants have another bum year, Saquon is done and might just pull a Barry Sanders and just get off his team at this point. So um, maybe he's done with football altogether because of the Giants, the way they're treating him with this franchise tag. I get it. He's getting a lot of money too, but he wants the contract. And he's not going to be interested if they have no receiving help. He cannot be the only person on the team. Maybe that's getting another running back too in there and having a more balanced rushing attack with another person. But Saquon is not going to be happy about playing on the franchise tag for a team that goes and wins three games. So the Giants yeah. need to trade for Mike Evans. Mike, uh, I think I said Godwin actually in the trade uh, headlines as well. I think I think they're just kind of I think this is all just conspiracy. I think I'm just following too many people in the fantasy football spectrum. So I just see all kinds of wild outlandish things. But a Godwin Mike Evans type that. player, it really is. And I get yeah. it. But there's so many receivers out there. Higgins would actually be a great choice for this. Like you need an actual wide receiver one. I don't know what they did to Kenny Galladay. I don't know what they fed him. Maybe he went, he lived in Flint and just kept drinking that water. Sorry, not trying to get the conspiracy corner flagged or anything right now. Uh, Jesus. But yeah, well, I'm just saying in East Galladay, Palestine as well. Galladay, the only hey, he's person, like a train derailment. Ooh, the only person to allow a touchdown to Kenny Galladay was Darius Slay. Fun fact, <laughs> a New York giant touchdown from Kenny Galladay. The train to let derailment getting out. <laughs> I'm not talking about that one. I skipped over that one. I'm, I I you talked about something that's been an ongoing issue for years. The Flint, uh, Michigan water. Do not drink the water if you stay there, if you if you haven't heard. He's like a balloon that got shot out of the sky. <clears throat> All right, guys. I am, I am not the reason for the sensory tag this time, and I'm proud of that. We're putting this on I'm, YouTube I'm, too. They're going to be like, I'm is just there doing a show for me and Joe at this point. Any conspiracy material? Pandemic, man. <laughs> there's some, there's some questions that they ask you on YouTube that I usually just say no. I think I might have to actually read that this time after this. Oh, yeah, I think you are too, oh, just good. in case. Um, I'm not clipping all right, it out Joe. too. They need to know oh, our that's real thoughts. Silly. That's silly. Go to your, go. What, what are your dreams, Joe? Uh, my dream scenario is that I got two, and it's more because I really like these guys and I want to see them in good spots. You only get so one. I, well, I'm doing two because okay. you, you do shit all the time. I so. have two players too, so we'll see. <laughs> if Lamar matched. Jackson to the Bucks. I know the finances don't make sense, but okay. I think the Bucks should go absolutely all in. Let Jamel Dean walk. Let the defense walk, and give Lamar the keys to that offense, and just hope they can back it up on defense by signing scraps. Because so I think new, that would be awesome to watch. It's the new Baltimore Ravens, but with a wide receiver, hopefully. Yes. I think it'd be awesome. I mean, Kate Otten through the roof. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin would easily be the best receivers he's ever played with. And then you got Russell Gage eating up 10 mil in salary cap this year, which for whatever the fuck they did that for. But he's got a solid team around him. You know, keep keep the core of the defense in place. Let the peripheral walk. And I want to see Lamar Jackson cook, if you will. My second one is I want to see DeAndre Hopkins get traded to Seattle. I think Tyler Lockett could have one last year there. Seattle got a boatload of picks with that Russell Wilson trade. They can totally make the finances work. But DK, Hopkins, and Lockett with Geno, Geno deserves it. Hopkins deserves it. And that team absolutely deserves it. I like them a lot. That should happen. Dude, could you imagine trying to defend? Okay, like who do you – like it's you're, you're me and you, Joe, we're, we're cornerbacks on a team. We're going against the Seattle Seahawks, and we're like, who do you want, Hopkins or Metcalf? And you're just like, I quit. Like, I'm done. I quit. I'm, I'm going home. Out. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. And even if you shut those guys down, you got Lockett just eating you up in the middle. Uh, 
I think it'd be sweet. By the way, we kind of brushed over the Geno Smith uh, take there, and I, I like it. Good for him. Yes. He deserves yeah. it. So good um, I'm actually kind of shocked. I assume Seattle would be in the QB market, which they still might be, obviously, just maybe not those, you know, top the top pick that they have, or maybe they trade back and try to get something else. But I just – good for Geno, man. And I hope he can continue because he looked fucking phenomenal last year, and I don't think any of us saw it coming. Actually – I know for a fact none of us saw it coming. Towards the beginning of the year, he was a good end of the year, not so much. But I mean, I don't, I personally, I mean, the QB market is just very saturated with money right now. So, like, everybody's like, I should, I deserve this, I deserve that. I don't know exactly where he ranks up with the salaries, but like, he deserves to be paid at this point because, like, you have your chance at the draft or you, he's getting paid a fair amount. I think that's, I can agree with that. Where is he at? That's good. I, I, I agree. Joe, I like your Lamar Jackson idea because the Bucks are in a kind of a crossroads situation here. Um, they either continue on uh, the way they are or they tear the whole thing down. One of the, one of the two things has to happen. So I don't know which way they're going to go. Um, but with the best QB in this division and that division being Derek Carr, anybody should be on the table, I would think, to get back in the game. I think Bruce Arians has that swagger as president just to be like, hey, do it. We're going to run this. Hey, they got Brady. I mean, I mean, uh, it showed exactly what happened when Brady got there, that they were a quarterback away. And I don't think that enough pieces have are going to be missing at this point where they're still not a quarterback away with Brady gone. Also, okay, let's say hypothetically Brady comes back because I feel like that's still an option. Do they get anything? Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, we already had that bet. I won that one last time. I'll throw that one. Back I mean, you won't come back to the Bucks. I just no. That's what I'm saying. But let's say shouldn't he come back, back last year, as that was proven. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I'm saying if he comes back to football, do the Bucks get any compensatory picks? Do they still have him under contract? Is he is contract? I don't think so. Done? I think he's a straight is free he agent. Just a straight free agent retired right now. I didn't I'm know if there was any like loophole stuff that the Bucks would get a third at the very least if some team signed them or something. I don't think so. I thought he I was so. signed. I thought he was under contract for an personally. extra year. Because like if he came back, he's got I a thirty-five million dollar like, cap hit that was voided. So I feel like the Bucks still own the rights to him or whatever the hell, the or the hell they he say. signed that deal. That's so stupid that he has, that was even a deal then. I was going to say, he I didn't think he was been... at the end of the contract because that's how you would imagine a guy like Brady going out. He should have only had a three-year deal. Why did he do it like this? That's so dumb. But whatever. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Unrelated, but I just... <laughs> Okay, I was just well, wondering I, what he would get you want me to move on to my dreams scenario? I would love to hear your yes, dreams, sir. Billy. Okay, so in the draft last year um i think one of the best parts of the draft especially for josh was that the aj brown random trading out of nowhere uh was awesome i mean and and it was exactly what the eagles needed to do uh titans weren't going to sign him long term um aj brown so they traded him and so i was also going to pitch out two names that i think that could be traded they're a little younger or they are younger or they're older than uh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown's younger than them and they're still under contract. So they're going to have to get traded. But I think these two names and Joe actually brought one up um, when he was talking. Um, my first dream is Mike Evans gets traded to an actual contender right now that the Bucks begin the teardown process and they trade Mike Evans away. The second name I have 
the Rams trade Cooper Cup. Mm. Trade him away. Start the rebuild. Not the rebuild, but the retooling process. Um, I think Cooper Cup is the only one of value on that offense currently. And so if they're going to retool this offense, I know that McVay in his heart of hearts cannot possibly think that he's going to win the Super Bowl or even that division with old-ass hurt back Max Stafford, Cam Akers, who he did not believe in at all at the beginning of last season, and Cooper Cup. I you and cannot no offensive line and no offensive line exactly yeah. and a tight end that you can't trust in Tyler Higby. I just no. think and Allen Robinson's not there or not going to be there anymore. I don't think I think he's under contract, but I think they're going to get rid of him. So all of that yeah, all together, I think, leads to Cooper Cup being your best asset and someone that you could trade right now to maybe get picks, picks in a player, something like that. I know the Rams are allergic to having draft picks, but if they want to retool this offense to actually make it make sense right now, I think them trading away Cooper Cup to a contender um, or somebody who needs a wide receiver or wide receiver help would be the way to go. So breaking down that, I will say I don't see the Cooper Cup going because Jalen Ramsey is their biggest trade bait at this point, um, which I've already seen him linked to the Eagles and I really hate it. I, we always we keep signing these uh one-year deals with cornerbacks, which has been great. I don't, I do not want long-term Jalen Ramsey. I don't even want Jalen Ramsey on the Eagles. I know he's great. Sure. Whatever. Um, I think that's their trade that they're, that you're talking about. I don't think they can trade Cooper Cup. I can they do if, both. Why would they just, I mean, they one? could, but then they're not even a contender. And I don't think that's what Crocky wants. Crocky wants at least an option. They're not a contender. But that they want, stand. they want to pretend to be contenders at the very least. They're pretending of about a fan base. They got actors coming into their stadium a fake fan base as it is they got to keep butts in the seats to make that la move look good they cannot start a rebuild they two years in three years into man five six years i don't even know how long they've been in la anyway on to the other topic i do agree with the mike evans trade i think that he's the easy he's in contract through this year which would be his contract year or his you know trade year and i could see mike evans being that guy also t higgins could be that guy in in the trade room on on draft day or earlier, obviously, but I loved, I, I mean, obviously I, I'm biased with the AJ Brown trade, but like, I loved seeing that like immediate transaction, like, Hey, you get a pick and we get a wide receiver. And it's like, you don't have to wonder who you're getting. And I think there's a lot of teams out there that could use that, not wondering who they're getting and just drafting a Mike Evans and not taking a flyer on a rookie. All right, just complete speculation here, but the Chiefs really don't need anybody and they're losing some wide receivers. I know the talk about Tony being the wide receiver one. Th throw the first to Tampa for, for Mike Evans. That would just be absolutely nasty. I got to see it. Yeah. My, uh, the, the teams I've already I had listed were the, the teams I had listed for this to potentially happen is the Cowboys for Mike Evans. Um, I think him opposite CD would make a lot of sense. Um, Detroit, I think them having a legitimate Mike Evans go up and catch the ball receiver there is perfect for the other guys to work, Jameson Williams and um, Amon Ra. I think that'd be perfect. Giants obviously need one. Chicago obviously need one. Um, those two teams, you also need to see what you got with the quarterback. So giving them a Mike Evans to kind of uh, band-aid them through their growing pains, like the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts, I think would be perfect. Um, and I also have just wild cards, New England, Cleveland, and Baltimore, because I think they all three need wide receiver help. 
Um, I don't know what Baltimore, the, I don't know what their plan is this offseason. It seems like a disaster so far. But if they were going to try to get Lamar back and then try to make an actual run at something, they would need a player like Mike Evans or Cooper Cup. I don't think Cooper Cup's off the Who's table. your list for Cooper Cup? Because that one's really interesting. I actually really like that one. Um, honestly, I was thinking a Chicago, New England, or Baltimore. I think those are the three places that could make a splash, splashy play. If Oof. Baltimore did it, they were going to placate Lamar. If New England did it, it's because like they've traded for Randy Moss in the past. They've traded for Brandon Cooks. They've made these splashy trades Antonio to Brown. Antonio. Well, yeah, that one didn't exactly work, but <laughs> they made the trade they for did him. It. And then Chicago needs needs someone. And so getting a player like Cooper Cup to get them into contention right away would make a lot of sense. The reason I think the Rams would do this is because they they cannot think that they're in a position right now where they can actually win meaningful football games. There's no way they could believe that. There's no way. So they need to reach. No, they're they are headed to a rebuild at some point. So they are so thin. I think Stan Kroenke's mindset has been not yet. We don't need to. We're we're still there. We're still there. If <clears> if if Stafford wouldn't have gotten injured, we're fine. Blah 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 blah. But then they look at the draft I picks guess. that they have, and it's like no first for the next two years at this point. It's, Although we're getting back to it, Rams might have a first round pick them. soon. Um, Best no, thing I they can do um, is tank dude, next year and get Caleb Williams. What if they traded Best the Breakfast Club to the Raiders? <laughs> I mean, having Cup With and would be Adams amazing. on the same team would be nice. I, I'm not going to lie. I think Cooper Cup and Lamar Jackson would be a scary sight, especially with Bateman coming back to give Cooper Cup, give him an actual number one who's like a non-traditional number one, like the slot receiver. I still don't understand how he was wide open all the time. Same with Travis Kelsey, but at the same time he is. And if he could do the same thing on the Ravens and actually give Lamar someone to just do a quick dump to, and then have your fast guy run on the outside too. I mean, Marcus Robinson, IE, all those other random guys that they've had, Sean Jackson. Um, I do, I do like the idea of Cooper Cup on another team and seeing what he can be elsewhere as well. But I just don't see the Rams doing it. I don't see them giving up one of the top jersey sales basically on their team. Like sadly, what do they I care? Cronky just get somebody else in there. Cronky cares. He's money hungry. He wants this team to be a success. All in of LA. a sudden, they care I mean, about this. Why would why would all of a the sudden they start caring about this kind of thing? They cut Gurley loose as like he was nothing to that team. They well, got Gurley Robert Woods the hell out of there trip. quick as he could possibly be. They didn't sign Odell to a contract because it's like fuck him, get out of here. I know that all of those guys are over the hill play. guys at that point. Like. The way you're talking about Cooper Cup's what 28? Like, what are we talking about? Team. We're getting there. I just I, I mean, dude, I will, look at the jersey. Guarantee you that Cooper Cup's not going to Right, like this player isn't even on the team, not going to be on the team probably. They're gonna they're they're gonna be fine. They they need to get a new star in there, somebody they can actually have for the next six seven years. It's not him. That's I, that's just my thought. I think they should. I think they should trade him. I really do. That's a good idea. Fantasy like wise, probably not, but like real life, yeah, why not? Yeah, Fantasy like wise, oh, by the Jaylen way, shout out to, to Travis Kelsey. Makes more for, sense. Shout out to Travis Kelsey for the SNL appearance. That was fucking hilarious. Oh, it was great. He was, I he was, it, I heard it was great. On that. I hope he gets oh, into acting after, awesome. after he retires. All right. I don't mean to shit on your dreams, Billy. I wanted to hear your dreams, but I don't, I don't agree with them. Well, I mean, Mike Evans makes sense. I honestly think I that do agree with the Mike Evans one. 
Cooper Cup would be the surprise. I didn't think that they would trade AJ Brown this either. Like that was a complete shock to me. Um, but Mike Evans actually seems like a player that could get traded in during the draft. Like Marquise Brown, like that that would seem like what Mark Mark uh, Mike Evans would be. Just a player we think is going to get traded and then does something like that. Yeah, I can see it happening. These NFL teams been Evans. watching my dynasty league. Just saying. You're trying to trade so damn bad right now, and it's hilarious. I just I've been laughing. Dude, no trades have been made in months, and I'm fucking. I keep going to your team, Joe, and then I leave thinking, I don't know about that. Did you send me a Olave trade? By the way, you said you would. I'm working on it. You did not. I did update Kenny Galladay's name, so you guys should go check that out. The real man. Oh boy. Um. I think that's all we got on the podcast tonight. Man, that was quick. Joe, Maybe who's going to win the Players' Championship this weekend? Players? Um, I like JT. I think he's going to run it back. He's been playing some good golf. Okay. I like it. I don't have anything else from that. We got an yeah, MLS for, team here, and the MLS team's really good at no, soccer. No, we're not. A, we're we're a football podcast. I understand why you get confused there. It's not about soccer. We should cover soccer though. The, MLS, we should talk about the yes. Battle Hawks if we're talking about any St. Louis teams right now. All right. Well, I don't. I don't. I've watched. You didn't even bring up their... the Battle Hawks right now, but you're going to bring up. Yeah, the I don't. I don't love team. them. I don't love. Yeah, the soccer team. This town. AJ cares McCarron about. is going to be back in the much. NFL soon and helping out teams that don't. That he will not be. Team. Not the way he's played so I know, far. I've heard he he's, is I've heard he's played terribly. It's great. I Jesus actually, Christ, he's bad. Like they, they have the golf golf team Butler. I'm not going to lie, Joe. I did not put any of them in. You I'm didn't? into. I'm I pretty sure you would have won all of them. I know, which is why I should not. Aren't you? A ga- you said earlier you're a gambling man, Billy. What are you doing? Yeah, I texted Joe like 11 o'clock after some beverages, and that's what happened. And I gave him some damn good advice. Yeah, Joe does give some good midnight advice. I'll give him that. It's true. It's true. All right, Joe, put this one to bed. What? Get us out of here. I hope you guys have sweet dream scenarios. Good night. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions.
Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.